Homo Superior, the search for Ryan Krull. Oh, there he is. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> what? That was, that was your good idea. Uh, hey, you know what? Actually, I'm going to say it's okay. I'm giving it a B minus. <laughs> uh, that's a B flat. Uh, can you just like rewind? No, 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 Kaylin's opening bid. No, 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 no. Please remember that. <laughs> it's oh, the Batman you, theme. You, you did have a really shit. Yeah, but no, that I, was a no, good one. I did the Batman theme. No, I did. You did a weird version of it. That no, that is the show. goddamn Batman theme, you motherfucker. You like, do I actually it. Just wa- do it real quick then. No, 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 Batman. No, 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 Batman. What? See? No, 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 no. What is like the slow down version? No, no, it's not. Yeah, like yours goes, no, 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 Batman. Mine goes, no, 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 Batman. It's different because he goes, oh, yes, No, this is like when Vanilla Ice said, I can actually sample under pressure. I'm going to kill you. You stoned you. That's what we were talking about. joke. Why are you exploiting it? Why is my voice like this again? Oh, my God. Because I'm used to, like, when my voice gets everyone's going to get the under pressure joke. Yeah, well, if they don't. They don't be. They should yeah. be listening to this. Yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, we're almost there. And I also say, if they have two ears, they shouldn't be listening. <laughs> yeah, turn us off, listener. All uh, veterans are welcome. So there's four out of five of us today. I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. I'm Brent. And we're missing Clark. He's Aww. off on a solo adventure. Look for his one yeah. shot later this it's week. A, yeah, one what shot. What if I just had a one shot of Clark just talking into the like? <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Over. Uh, what have you been up to, Crawl? Oh, you've heard of a butt circus, right? <laughs> I don't know. I have heard of ass clowns. Are they related? <laughs> I don't know. I just said words. I was working. I was um, living my life. Why do you keep putting quote? Marks on. Because yeah. I wasn't working. Um, I was busy. I had life. Life came. I went on a retreat with my improv troupe. And just uh, a lot of stuff, y'all. For four weeks? Four weeks. Wait, how long were you gone? It's a lot. It's a lot of falling into each other's arms for the four weeks. A lot of ropes. A lot, a lot of yes ands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it like and a no corporate buts. retreat? <laughs> or, like, is an improv retreat like a corporate retreat where they hire improv, but instead you guys hire corporate people? We are uh, <laughs> Yes, they do. We, yeah, we are required to wear suits, and they do come in. They oh come my God, that's amazing. No, uh, we actually went to a, a, a festival in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And it was just okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was at this festival? What? What was at this festival? So it, it was a mix of improv, stand-up, uh, they had a little bit of sketch, <laughs> sit it, down, Kayla. lay down, enjoy, and... Sleeping. Sleeping. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we performed not well, um, and then oh, and we saw that. a couple other shows, and they were just not good. Not great. Was it all yeah. not good, and you were like in the middle of the pack, or was it actually pretty good, and you were at the bottom? I think it was all kind of bad. I think we were the only, like, North... Uh, mid mid Atlantic sort of team, maybe oh. a New York team, but like it was mm. all like some Southern improv and that sounds like nonsense. Yeah, that's where really just to like die. Southern drawl, talking yeah. about drinking tea and did yeah, we talk? But did country so- accents are the best for improv. What? Why is that? Because you get yeah. Top well, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Well, and I was did like, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. That, this is how my superior. <laughs> That's how my people talk, and I yeah, really appreciate you mocking them. <laughs> you don't have a southern Also, thanks accent. for destroying the, see, the date envelope. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't have my notebooks, so I gotta just I'll constantly toy with something. 
Okay. Oh, God, if you haven't heard, Brent's getting married. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. You probably haven't heard. Um, <laughs> it's the most, the second most looked forward wedding after Kitty and Colossus, right? And oh. the second worst thing to happen in September. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I mean, third, really. I can't think of anything. That's really about Yelp I forgot. What's number one? <laughs> wow. Anyway, so why don't we talk about some actual comics-related news? So much news. news. So can use sexually abuse. Jesus Christ. Me too. Well, first off, I'm really excited. We found out that they're moving up uh, Avengers Infinity War is coming out of This is a hot take because it just came out. It's a, such a hot take. Like, I couldn't you heard it here probably 10th. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what happened in World War One. Very concerned. Yeah. Moving things up, moving timelines up is not good news. If people knew the so, history of World War One, they would get that joke. So, Franz Ferdinand was supposed to be assassinated. Oh my week. god, Kalen, don't explain jokes! No, I'm asking him. Uh, it's actually the Russian mobilization of their armies that was the thing that they moved up. Oh, yeah. okay. See, I had Brent explain it for me. Yeah, that was my bit. Was he didn't joke. even know what it was. So I have no he actually idea. Yeah, I was exactly. like, World, I, I World War One, lizards. I love friends. Do you guys still remember the, the movie World War One? <laughs> they moved it up by three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> still great movie. Uh, great. Super, so, excited. super excited about that. Tickets have not gone on sale yet. I'm looking at Fandango. I signed up for the alert, so we can yeah, go see it opening night. Time of the international release, and it's also giving them some extra buffer from mm-hmm. all the other shit that's coming. So up obviously they planned it uh, as like an advertisement thing, which is smart. Yeah, uh, be like Beyonce. Yeah, be the on say you just want to be in. See is this world. like yeah. this is like the first time I've really heard of a movie date moving up? At least in a well tracked like holy shit, yeah. this is gonna be a big spectacular. In that, in this kind of a big way, yeah. I mean, they've definitely moved up movies before. Like, like, what? They, they moved the solo know. movie from. It was originally supposed to be, I believe, a December release, oh, and then they yeah. moved up to May because. But that was because it sucks. I'm no. like, we, there's no way we can improve this. It's yeah. terrible enough. They okay. shouldn't come out when the other good Star Wars mm. movies comes out. So Maybe. it makes Why sense. Why they take more episode, time? Well, episode nine is supposed to be coming in May, not in December of 2019. Wow. So keep that. I think they want to shift the schedule because you know they release tons of other movies in December. And they can make a huge bank. Disney in general can just make a huge bank off those. I think most movies are actually released. Big blockbusters are actually released in May. Yeah, oh, for sure. Memorial Day weekend is huge. But what yeah. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Disney by having them released in December is taking away from their earnings for whatever Christmas December movies. movies that they have. I think what they're, oh, okay. I think they're also probably testing stuff because, like, if if it's December, it's Star Wars is like a great little like thing to remember. But I also think it'd be they're probably trying to test could they start pitching multiple Star Wars side stories like throughout the year. Because, like, you have the main episodes, but they could be making a shitload of side stories that people could play into, just like Marvel movies. So, the the summer uh, movie season usually begins that first weekend in May. It's been that way, right. at least since the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire in 2002. Get your and blockbusters. Then, and then they always coincide it with a comic book, a new comic book, not a new comic book, free comic book day. Yeah. So, like, they've always done that. Now moving it back a week, or moving it ahead a week, I'm wondering if they're going to start, one, start the summer movie schedule ahead of a week now moving forward, and then if they're going to like move up comic book day too. Like, oh, you think Free this comic is, book day. This yeah. will like, 
make ripples in the industry. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's going to be the thing. It's like the watershed moment where suddenly Christmas started being like prepared for before Thanksgiving. Well, look right. at the. I mean, that's the whole thing about like Friday releases. I mean, movies fucking release on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, but they yeah. really come out on Friday. Like, Infinity War is going to have Thursday night showing. That's sure. like, and then it was like midnight showings on Thursday, just so they were there. Now Friday. Like now it's like yeah, exactly. When we went to go see, it just uh, keeps scaling back. Oh, right. Yeah, Last Jedi. Wait, was that on a Wednesday? No, Thursday. Okay, yeah. But it was like a they six still Some of them go back to, like, when they've been, like, night Wednesday. Midnight. They're midnight Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's where that's where they started for Friday. And then they're like, why don't we just show it right, at 10? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just, uh, you it's know, strange. adding that box off. That first well, because think of, like, I mean, like, box. think about Black Panther, that entire fucking <laughs> opening weekend. Like, we had to go see it on Friday night because Thursday sold out immediately. I know, which yeah. is why I signed up for the alert so I can be ready to buy some motherfucking tickets because that's going to sell out so Thanks, quickly. Thanks, sassy mom. Yeah. <laughs> I want you are the I wanted to insult him, but it's also like he's getting the ticket. Yeah. So he's being some, like, he's being I'm not gonna bite the hand that feeds him. <laughs> yeah. You just did though. I didn't. Um, he didn't call you mom, which well, you were very motherly. You guys were less than two months out from that movie. I'm so fucking excited. It's like yeah, eight like weeks seven weeks, yeah, yeah. seven or eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I God. saw a lot of Twitter going, so glad we're going back to Wakanda a lot sooner. Yes. Great. <laughs> I know. Really funny. I love it. So very excited about that. And we have a ton of comics news. First up, which I think is most exciting, is Neil Gaiman is coming back to comics in a certain way. He's bringing back the Sandman universe to DC Vertigo. Now, um, uh, you guys, are, most of y'all read Sandman, right? Started it. Yeah. Started. I have not read it. Oh. oh. So, well, I, as someone who likes comics, I've read it. There's yeah. probably about two people in this room that have read it. You <laughs> put everyone together. So, uh, Sandman was, it, like, blew up. Uh, it was, like, it was like one of those, like, late 80s, early 90s things that, like, put DC on the map, along with Watchmen, Dark Knight Returns, all that stuff. And it was actually a, uh, a comic series that brought in a lot of people who had never read comics before mm-hmm. to comic stores. A lot of like people who were like goth, you know, mm-hmm. like women who were like, oh, I don't like superheroes. I don't like, you know, certain kinds of comics. It brought in like a whole, a whole new batch of, of new comic readers. And then DC Vertigo has definitely uh, fallen into a slump, I would say, quite recently over the last five to ten years. And now four new titles coming in that are ostensibly started by Neil Gaiman, but they are written, not really written by him. They're right. written by four different people. He's like executive producer of four Correct, series, correct, yeah. So uh, it starts off with a one-shot uh, called The Sandman Universe, <coughs> and it's plotted by Gaiman, and it's written by four different writers, Cy Spurrier, Nalo Hopkinson, Dan Waters, and Cat Howard. And the only writer uh, I've, I'm familiar with is Cy Spurrier, who's written some X-Men comics. He wrote like yes. one of the Legion comics, like... Uh, uh, maybe yeah. three, four years ago, the yeah, X-Men Legacy like one. Four or five years ago, yeah. And then he wrote the X-Club miniseries. Uh, he, he's done some good stuff, actually. For the less informed listeners, what's a one-shot? It's um, a, literally, it's, it's, one, it's a one-issue. It's one. It's, it's a, just it's, it's a one and done. It's one. It's a single contain, uh, contained yeah, who story. Who wants to read like twelve pages and be done? If it's a character you like, it's, it's also not twelve no, pages. You dumbass. It's one an issue. issue. An issue is like twenty three usually, up to thirty two. And this one's gonna be. It's I don't gonna count it, both sides. Oh, listen, shut up. <laughs> so it's gonna spin off into four different comics. So the one shot means it's like there's just we read legacies of one sh- Marvel legacies of one shot Marvel Resurrection and then X-Men, or Prime. X-Men Prime that started off was a one shot. Why does as well? it Han Solo have a one shot and it's just about that Greedo fight? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually who one shot first? Yeah. <laughs> 
you, Sorry. You, you worked oh, your own way into that stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're so proud of that joke, too. <laughs> you know, I was so happy. So it, it is going to lead into four different titles. Uh-huh. So the titles are, uh, one is called The Dreaming, which is the where uh, Sandman takes place. And so it's got like all of his like really his side characters. They're all very, very interesting. That's the one written by Cy Spurrier. There's a comic called House of Whispers, written by Anela Hopkinson, and uh, I believe she is like Shh. House of Whispers. Shh. Yeah. Thank you. It's terrible. <laughs> when you talk about it, you have to talk about it like this. Yeah, like you're a drag queen who just lost your voice or Paul Lind. That's Paul Lind. That's Paul and uh, I've been working on it. I've been working. <laughs> so apparently, Nala Hawkinson, she is a like from the Caribbean, and so she's going to bring a lot of Afro Caribbean influence Ooh. in the comic, which is really neat. Lucifer is another one, as in like the the, the TV, TV show, show on Fox. Yeah, I meant to ask you because I was reading about. I never read Sandman, but I was reading about the Cain and Abel House of Mysteries, House of Secrets. Yeah. They were in. They were also because I know Lucifer is a crossover from mm-hmm. Swamp Thing and Sandman. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. so Cain and Abel were also in that too, right? Yeah. There so was a... Cain and Abel actually precede Sandman as characters in the DC universe. Oh. So they had comics uh, back in the sixties and seventies, seventies mostly. They called were House like of Gallant and Goofus. It was very different. <laughs> <laughs> like Rose there was a lot of pyramids, a lot of mummies, and yeah. a lot of who's on first. Yes. <laughs> so they were the house of Cain and Abel meet Swamp Thing. Yeah. Uh, so they were both, they were anthology titles, The House of Secrets, House of Mysteries, so mm-hmm. they were like Twilight Zone-esque kind of comics. House of Secrets. And so yeah. Neil Gaiman like brought them into stop. <laughs> you gotta just keep moving on. So when one pops out, you just gotta keep moving on. And so I'm ready for Adam to have his spin-up adventure again. I remember why we don't have five members of the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, usually we just have Clark going, uh, just get I just stop it. Let's move on. Uh, no way! I want to talk about something. <laughs> Wait, hey, is anyone ready to move on? Yeah. Like, no, I want the one more thing to say. <laughs> so, uh, Lucifer is written by Dan Waters. It is about um, you know the Morning Star. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters in the Sandman universe. He's he, he had a great like um, spinoff series way back when. And then there's the books of magic. Which is really interesting because it is the precursor to Harry Potter. I was just about to say when I read about it, That's I was like, I that really, sounds like Harry well, Potter. Well, now I liked what Gaiman said in the interview with EW where it yeah. was like, oh, like everyone knows how this story's supposed to go now. This was kind of the first of that story, and now yeah. we get to tell it differently and play around with it. Yeah, so I mean, I read uh, Books of Magic like a few years after it came out, and it was, it, it was a few years before Harry Potter came out. So when everybody was like getting to Harry Potter, right. I'm like, this is Tim Hunter. What, yeah. What's the big deal? That's funny. They're very, very different. I mean, it's oh. it's about a, a British kid who, who has glasses and is supposed <laughs> to be destined to be the greatest magician in the world. Uh-huh. You know that didn't happen. Wait, what's the different part? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the way the story sort of unfolds, the original miniseries, which is really good, um, it's uh, he is guided by four different magic users in, like, the DC Universe, and they are exploring... Like, Godric Gryffindor. Salazar... Sl- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> David Blaine, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it's like the first one's like Phantom Stranger. The second issue is John Constantine, the Hellblazer. Uh, the third one was um, Doctor Thirteen. I want to say 
You don't have to list them all. Yeah. Fourth one is Mr. E. Like, mystery. Yeah. Oh, uh, I get it. I thought yeah. it was ecstasy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> so, this is actually, it's really exciting. Uh, a lot of people who are very much in the Sandman, which is, a, I mean, it still does really well in bookstores and in, gra- in like, comic book stores. Um, yeah. It's going to give a boost to, to Vertigo. I'm surprised, honestly. I mean, I think it's good, and I, I try to keep up with it. Maybe it's, like... It's a style that I just don't like. It is. And I'm surprised. Like, I don't like it because I like, you know, you like Miracle Swamp Man. Thing. You like, and you like Swamp Thing. Yeah. I like Swamp Thing. I like Swamp Thing so much. I don't care for Sandman. I know that's unpopular. No. Is it because like, wasn't it was very, like, uh, story spread, right? Wasn't it mostly, like, slice of life, like, about characters? It depends. It, it yeah. really kind of depended on, uh, like, some of it was, m- like, an anthology. Like, it told stories about other people. Mm-hmm. And some of it was very much focused on Morpheus, who's the uh, the main character. Gotcha. Uh, the first dream. Um, so before it, he meets Neo, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> he took the blue pill. Uh, but uh, you know, it, some people don't like it, and I totally get why. Like, it's the prose is very flowery. Not everyone likes Neil Gaiman. I definitely got into Sandman as a kid. Like, I thought, like, wow, this actually showed me like what uh, comic books and graphic novels could, could be. be. Like, like the literary references, the stuff to Shakespeare, the stuff to like Greek myths. Greek tragedies, I thought was a really There are really a lot story. of stories that I think are very cool, independent parts. Like the guy who, I think it is in Sandman, who like basically lives forever and he keeps seeing the Sandman. It's Morpheus again and again. In the oh, Sandman. yeah. It's, uh, oh, God, what's the character's name? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like they meet in, in every year, yeah. right? Or every hundred years. Yeah. I enjoy, yeah. I mean, there's stories like that that I really enjoy. I think maybe I just disliked how slow it was to figure out like any of the real world building. Like, Who's what? Who can do what? I don't know. It had a slow start. I think it got really good when they introduced his sister, Death. Yeah. Uh, she was basically looked like a very like she was actually a very cheerful goth type character. She was like this a very, Helena like, Bonham Carter type of. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. Uh, and she had like the big onk, like you know, like the Egyptian symbol of life as her as her necklace. Uh, people really dug that as a character. But, uh, no, I'm kind of intrigued to read these. Um, I think, like, Vertigo, again, needs a shot in the arm, and Neil Gaiman is still quite the, uh, quite the draw. All right. Cool. So, moving on to Marvel, there's a lot of news that's happening there. Like, they're still doing the fresh start stuff, and most of the news has been kind of eh, which we'll get into. But the exciting part, uh, exciting part of it is Ta-Nehisi Coates writing Captain America. I know. And he had a piece in The Atlantic about why he's scared to write this character. Um, what did he say in that piece that we all read? <laughs> for the, the list. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I saw the I saw the article, but I didn't click on it. I didn't know it was Tony Coates who wrote it. Mm, even though I said it in our Slack that it's Tony. Oh no! We all did our research. I'm sorry. I, I, I took the headline from the Slack conversation. Well, this is news that you guys can use as we go through this. Yeah. Oh, I read it though. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just didn't remember. I was helping. I mean, this I don't picture. think there was any like major takeaways from it. I think oh. it was just like, how do you what like what is Captain America really about? How do you like America take on that character? Well, that Captaining. was I think the Thank I you. think that's the thing, right? Is like I I'm trying. Yeah, it is an interesting point because he was definitely making an opinion on something, which I thought was interesting. I think you know, Captain America. It's really dangerous sometimes to. Uh, ascribe like a political point of view to a character like that because it you know a lot of people think oh he's he's in red white and blue he's jingoistic he must come from a conservative point of view mark miller who wrote him in the ultimates wrote him as a conservative there's the famous scene where he says do you think this a stands for france which i think was very anachronistic and kind of stupid does it yeah 
Yeah, well, and it does. It yeah. does. It really does. Kurt, and that was the. It's an F. It's an F with an extra yeah. line. Yeah, you find out that America's been France the whole time. <laughs> what a twist! Yeah, uh, but you know, I think you know, Tony Hasey Coates has a has a very strong political point of view, and he is, from what I can tell, the second African American writer to write him. Christopher Priest actually wrote him. The guy who also wrote Black Panther. Yeah, uh, he wrote him in a series called uh, Captain America and Falcon. Uh, in the early 2000s, oh. um, which was actually not bad. I don't know. Did you read it? I didn't read it, but yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, the art was a little not great, but um, so I, I just think, like, I haven't really enjoyed a Captain America comic in a really long time. I didn't read Mark Wade's run most recently, and then the Nick Spencer run, like, that ran into Secret Empire was completely uh, just, uh, just I think it missed the mark, where he was, like, he was revealed to be a Hydra agent and completely just well, undercut with the character. I, they, I haven't really liked Captain America since Brubaker, honestly. Brubaker had, like, yeah. the one of the most quintessential runs. I know. It, was, it was so uh, good. It was so, so good. Um, he, it's, I, I, and I, I'm hopeful that he'll do a good job in this book, but I don't think he will. His Black Panther is just okay right now. It's just okay. So it's I read the first, okay. I read the first I really six eight issues, and it was just okay, and I was hoping he's he got better. He's good at world building, and you, you can tell he's got... You can tell he's building to something, but it's it's just not fast moving enough to read it issue by issue. I think it'll read better as a collection. It's tough right now. I don't know, but I'm I'm hopeful. I I think I'm he's hopeful. got a cool vision. I mean, especially in this political co- climate, he is the right person to write this. Right. So yeah. I'm excited for that aspect. It'll of it. be a really good. Um, I think I I liked in his landing article he wrote about how like he's just as likely to feud with his superiors as he is to be fighting like super villains. So I think that yeah. they can do that really intelligently and play that up. I think one of the big like losses of comics and especially as it pertains to like x-men in terms of like persecution or discrimination as it does with like marvel heroes in terms of like versus government the issues are always treated at like a very surface level whereas i think given i mean like he wrote like uh what he wrote that amazing article a few months ago (coughs) on like the my president was black no, no, it was, like, the Obama. Game of Thrones, like, well, that, but then it was also the Game of Thrones, like, showrunners thing, where it was, like, how, like, this... Oh, like, the Confederate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's, like, he's got a very... And I, I think I appreciated his comment, because I think, to the point, like, people should be... Uh, a lot of what I'm finding in many of the X-Men comics that we're reading nowadays is, like, there's no... I think I just said this earlier this week. I was, like, it's, like, reading Saturday morning cartoons, and it's, like, there's an opportunity to do more, and there's, like, previous writers and previous series that have done more with these characters to make points like even looking at Black Panther as like a movie it was still an entertainment vehicle yeah that, like told some really good interesting points of view and that, like I, need to be in them I mean obviously speaking for myself I like the idea of, of Captain America exploring well you politics. don't speak for any of us go ahead you can speak for me <laughs> I lost my you can voice. speak for me thanks uh, uh, you don't speak for anyone that matters my code name is mouthpiece <laughs> uh, that's pretty good uh, <laughs> um, that's pretty good. I, uh, no, like I like the idea of like politics being part of Captain America. Uh, a run that was well before our time was the original Secret Empire run in the seventies, yeah. where he basically took on Richard Nixon, and it was during the Watergate years. And I mean, in the first appearance of Captain America, he's punching Hitler. And right. it's before right. the United States entered World War II, before he Pearl Harbor. loves punching him. <laughs> I mean, that is I mean, to be that's, very, uh, that's an iconic cover. It's an iconic cover. No, I mean, like, right after uh, Trump was inaugurated, I think a lot of us ended up, like, posting that picture of him punching, punching That's Hitler. still why he's a little bit like a Nazi fighter in a lot of people's mind because of that iconic... Um, uh, with this writer in mind, and 
given how political he is, sort of uh, in his writing style, I wish he was going a little. I wish he was writing the X books or yeah. like a Storm comic or like. Well, he's writing it. Storm. Remember, he is going to be writing Storm. We when talked- is that coming out? He's writing a shitload. Ca- give me a fresh. What is it? A fresh eggs morning? What's it called? <clears throat> fresh start. That's yeah. precisely what it is. <laughs> it's called a Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I mean, he's supposed to be writing Storm, but they haven't announced when it's coming out yet. And since Storm has been like so such relegated to like third tier character in the Resurrection books, girl, like yeah, yeah like, like don't get you started. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, for real, no, for real. You're pulling off his earrings and his pumps. <laughs> um, sure. No, I, I, I actually think Tana Hazy writing the X Men would be very, very interesting. The X Men are inherently political. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. inherently political. And like having somebody who has like a very interesting like perspective writing about like you know a group of people who are fighting for a world that hates and fears them. My God, it would be so perfect. But, like, you know, it's part of Fresh Start. It's the most exciting part of Fresh Start because the rest of the titles that have been announced have been like, oh, cool, you're just reshuffling creators who you already have. I was expecting some creators coming in. Because I don't know creators. So, (laughs) Spider-Man is going to be written by Nick Spencer, who's the guy who uh, wrote uh, Secret Empire. I was like the... um, Richard's father. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait, the... Yeah, son of of a Nazi. (laughs) But Nick Spencer did get a lot of shit uh, from a lot of folks on the left uh, for writing Secret Empire. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's the one who wrote that that, that miniseries. So I I actually think Nick Spencer is a pretty good writer. writer. I think he went wrong. He went wrong. Like he was not good for Captain America. It was just late. That was a whole. That was a really lazy. You could tell he was like, I have this idea. It'll be a self-contained book, and they're like, you know what? It's a crossover. We're making every book connect with it. And what? and then it blew up too. It, like, it blew what, up, yeah. The it way would Marvel have been does. really great if it was a just alternate un- They just literally could have started an entirely new universe, sort of thing. Like the idea that Hydra would already. You can't have alternate universes in comics. <laughs> no, Brent. Actually, they've done it before. <laughs> I, Name one or ten times. <laughs> Ryan's codename is Mansplainer. Oh no, it's not. I guess we're all getting giant-sized Mansplainer. Okay, like, I'm on board now. I, I prefer Batman. Babble. Babble. I like that. Babble is pretty good. Babble, mouthpiece. Why? They're all. (laughs) Who is Banshee, though? What? Yeah, Banshee. Banshee. Yeah, Yeah, Banshee, though. Uh, She's a Banshee girl. She's a banshee girl. Nick, Nick Spencer did write Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Did you ever read that series? I did. That was really great. good. That I preferred really the fun. Parno Superior Hose of Spider-Man. Yes! Okay, nobody wants that. You were in that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't... It was the Inferior Hose. It, it was, don't plug your own movies. It was self-published by you, Adam. Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> he butt-plugs his own movies. Oh, YouTube's God. like, we don't... I, I mean, there's nudity, but is this really porn? <laughs> I guess you no can No one would use this for like, sexual no. gratification. Yeah, exactly. Let's keep it up. So, I mean, it's just kind of fine. And then Al Ewing is supposed to be doing the Immortal Hulk. They're bringing back Bruce Banner as oh, well. Yeah. And here's the thing. He can't be killed. Yeah. yeah. It's he a little stupid. Been, he, immor- like, Hulk, Bruce Banner Hulk has not... Did you just <laughs> while talking? No. Oh. No, he was doing his Hulk. You won't like him. <laughs> you. Um, so like Bruce Banner Hulk has not been around. He's not been. He died. He died in, in Civil War. Second, Civil War two. Yeah. The second Hawkeye Arrow, right? Yeah. Civil War two. Uh, Gettysburg Boogaloo. Oh. <laughs> hey, let's. Get what out else? Silence of Desert. Um, yeah. Also, there's a new Spider Man. Gaslight Boogaloo. Yeah. There's a new Spider Man series that's coming out. Spiderman. Uh, Peter Spiderman. Yeah. Peter Spiderman. Yeah. 
Is it the, not the Nick Spencer one? There's another one that's coming out? Are you setting up a joke? Why are you... Oh, no. You already mentioned it. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Bitch. Yeah, I'm waiting for this bit. I mean, there will yeah. be one. But so, the Al Ewing, when he said like, he's taking Hulk back to his horror roots, this happens like every 10 to 15 years. Yeah. They were like, oh, he's gotten too superhero-y. Let's make him the horror, the Dr. Jekyll, yeah. Mr. Hyde, Frankenstein's monster kind oh, of no. I mean, isn't it just a play on Swamp Thing in a sense? Like... In terms of... I mean, it, Hulk is... It is a play of Jekyll and Hulk. Right, no, no. But I just yeah. mean, like, in terms of, like, a Swamp Thing was... When it came out, was, like, much more of a horror series. Sure, it was like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, yeah. yeah. But, uh... Yeah. But... Yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Brett and I just had a moment there. That it was, was weird. nice. It was a little uh, weird. And then, um, then also they're doing a couple limited series, which is kind of new. Talk, talk to us about those. So in, they're doing minis again, which they, Marvel hasn't actually done for years, yeah. which is smart because... Oh, Quicksilver is one. Quicksilver is yes. one. Yes. They're doing a Wasp and Ant-Man. By Mark Wade. Correct. Is that a miniseries? I thought it was like on. That is a miniseries. Ah, yeah. So, ah, so right. they're doing a lot more of those now, and I think Marvel's actually becoming smart. They they can capitalize on when movies are coming out, and they can actually. Yeah. They know people like to read everything in one little bunch together, and doing an ongoing is very risky now. So I think it it's is, smart so, for them. To so be are miniseries though, because people are like, "Oh, this is just going to end in five issues. Why should I buy this?" I, I I agree for the individual issues, but I think when the the trades come out, they're very lucrative in that way. Um, so, they can be. So they could be playing the long game a little bit. Marvel well, because there's game. no like. I think. I think <laughs> they I mean, did it with their movies. I don't have the sales numbers comics. to prove it, but I feel like miniseries do work a little bit better because then they're like they are like jump on jump off points. Like you just get to like read for the a series. casual reader, right? Exactly. Yourself, that likes to. Yeah. But yeah. you know the miniseries that do end up doing well either in the in <laughs> the actual like seat casually read. You know you just go. <laughs> Why don't you commit to a comic? Yeah. <laughs> you just have one night reading I sessions. Have, he has an open <laughs> relationship with that miniseries. <laughs> no. uh, an open book policy. <laughs> Right. Shut up, you pig! <laughs> You're a pig. Yeah, this is a good job, good bit, guys. Uh, um, no, but like those miniseries end up doing well either in trade form or in issue form when there is a high-profile creator, like Brian K. Vaughn doing Doctor yeah. Strange: The Oath, yeah. Grant Morrison doing Fantastic Four, One, Two, Three, Four. You know, but if it's like, oh, I mean, Mark Wade is a fine writer, but like he's been doing Marvel books now for the last few years, and it's not like such an exciting name anymore. It just isn't. I get but, excited. <laughs> Uh, and I then masturbated the, last night to that. And then um, uh, Clark is somewhat excited about this, but kind of cautious, is the Multiple Man series. <gasps> yes, that's also another mini coming out. Yeah, yeah, that one does seem exciting. Yeah, uh, He's worried it's going to destroy ten years or decades of character building. Yeah, so they, they build... Um, Whatever I read that he said. I can't remember if it's ten years <laughs> or decades, and I'm like... I add, sometimes add zero yeah, they, to numbers. The good old 1890 series of Multiple <laughs> Man. <laughs> It was uh, 1980 up. was decades ago. I don't know when Multiple Man came out. Stop screaming at me. <laughs> so um, X Factor had created very back long... in 1974. Um, no, no uh, he, Clark's not talking about that. He's talking about the X Factor series, series which was right. in 06, so, and then in the like last investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 which is actually a great run. So it he does a have run. a point. Um, I'm excited for him to be alive. I do like the creator um, just being like. Uh, he said he was in a pitch meeting and the reason like <laughs> he was like just talking about whatever and he was like hey what if multiple man wasn't dead and then that's how the series got made <laughs> and that was it that's really funny i like this case he's got something there <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh uh, uh i have an idea 
What if Adam wasn't on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Let's go. Let's go. You know, um, Matthew Rosenberg is a pretty good writer. He wrote the uh, Return of Phoenix miniseries that we just read. Mm. Um, he understands the that. X characters. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it too. Can't mm. believe he killed Cyclops again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he turned him into like a corpse. It was great. Yeah. Fully dead. He's uh, corpse in it. He is totally corpse in it. Um, so it could be interesting, but again, I feel like Marvel is just reshuffling like the decks on the Titanic. It's just like, oh, you yeah. did this book. You Are did things that. going poorly for Tit- for the for they're, Marvel? They're <laughs> throwing it's not great. great. It's not great. Well, because people are buying, like, people aren't buying their comics as much anymore. Yeah, they're like definitely losing market share. Um, there's a creative slump that the uh, that, that but is CJ kind of, Jablonski's running the show Jablonski. now. But the most exciting bit. Shibboleth. <laughs> The exciting rumor is Jonathan Hickman could be coming back to Marvel. Oh, that would be so, so he yeah, had a phenomenal like run on Avengers. Okay, and Fantastic came, Four he, and the Secret War series. If he came back and wrote the X Men, he wrote East to West. Stop screaming at me. It Go would on, be, It would be great. So the only major like uh, <laughs> power team, yeah, let's call them that. Um, within sure. the in the Marvel universe that he hasn't written is X Men. So X Men. Phenom. So here's the deal. He it, he's What's been, the deal? He's been rumored for years. What's the deal with this Hinkman grinder? This John Hinkman. I like the, I like the cut of his jib. Is that Jerry Seinfeld or John Hinkman? I don't know. Okay. Or uh, Paul Lynch. Paul Lynch. Oh, RuPaul. The jokes really aren't landing. <laughs> That's pretty good. They're crashing. I would say. <laughs> you wanted to do it, but you were drinking, so now do it. No, no, no. You can do a spit I, take. I essentially just. <laughs> I just made a puff sound as Paul Lind. Uh, you're more of a poof. Just sound. move. Move. Go on. <laughs> Stop hovering over it. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. No, Jonathan Hickman was uh, rumored for a long time to go to DC Comics. He had a idea to do the Legion of Superheroes, which is a long, long t- time title for DC that's been. Hasn't been published for a few years. Those are the time traveling ones, right? Oh, they're the ones in the far future. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're mean like a yeah. thousand years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same diff. Yeah. Um, and the reason why it's been delayed is because uh, Jeff Johns, who's the main one of the main writers at DC, has been writing a book called Doomsday Clock, which is bringing the Watchmen characters into oh. DC. And he doesn't want to bring anybody, it do all that stuff until that's done. And so the rumor is that. Uh, C.B. Jablowski, <laughs> Zabulski, no one was like, name right. listen. <laughs> I got a deal for you. Whatever was he that deal. Drunk when he said it. <laughs> hey, listen. I got a deal for oh, you. Right. I'm C. Dom Tadomsky. So, <laughs> you, you hey listen. Hickey, <laughs> I got a. You, you just listen to Jonathan Winters. I'm ready. Did you call him Hickey. <laughs> that when uh, Chablowski when he gets drunk he calls. Are him you Hickey? referring yeah. to Hanzo Hayamoto or whatever his like? like you're, <laughs> thinking the, uh, you're thinking the sword. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tori Hanzo. So if he does come back to Marvel and. And if he does an X title, uh-huh. one of the X Men, I will fucking lose my mind. It's the I, EGOT equivalent in comics. Basically, I am. <laughs> I think he's so perfect for the X Men. I agree. Uh, he's got a Grant Morrison style. He's got an Alan Moore style. Like he loves he's like doing fuck, crazy science fiction stuff. He's a fucking planner too. He will plan meticulously plan out like issues and stuff. His he, world building is amazing. His brain is fucking scary. It is scary. Do you guys want some time? Do you want to yeah. room or something? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just with right. Jonathan Heckman. 
Yeah. Uh, so if he does come back, I'm super excited about that. Uh, the other thing I'm excited about with Marvel is so there's the Exiles book that's coming out in a few months, yeah. written by um, uh, Saladin Ahmed, who's a good writer. Uh, but what's really cool about it is the character that they've been hinting at, who's uh, that they hadn't revealed, is Captain America. But it's Peggy Carter as Captain America, which I think is kind of neat. Yeah. I want to want to go back to the cover photo because wasn't didn't we That's like great, yeah. but it was like weird like the shadow character wasn't like really weird looking like we were like what is that yeah they, they didn't has? reveal a couple of them they didn't reveal valkyrie which it's basically the movie valkyrie and then they didn't reveal peggy carter God, it's called valkyrie valkyrie um i'm from the south you're from florida Calm down. i'm tropical <laughs> fuck you mm. he also says volley as opposed to valley, I also say like mountain instead yeah. of mountain. Yeah, Peggy Carter, Mount- Captain America, mountain. Mountain. boss. I say mountain. No, she does. Look great. Oh, you yeah. do. Okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about that. That'll so, be fun. That's our comic news. So we got some movie news. Don't touch my phone. Movie news. Movie news. So the New Mutants movie is being pushed back several months, uh, but they're adding a new character. Who do we think that new character is going to be? I think it has to be Karma because it's the only sort of original New Mutant that's not in there. Um, so that would be cool because she's cool. She possesses people's sandwiches, brains. Possession of sandwiches is fantastic. Wait, is that a pastrami? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your lips move, Brent. Oh I'm not God. a ventriloquist. They, they I'm adi- the dummy. You are the dummy. <laughs> <laughs> they additionally said that they wanted to uh, br- uh, bring up the whore element a lot more. The whore element? <laughs> you may be from the South, but you, you should, yeah, you should have pronounced that right. The whore. So I whore Wait, wait, wait. No, I meant it was going to get sexier. What did you guys say? The whore element. So I actually, I switched from saying horror to horror. 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 It's a horror movie. Horror. Wait. Okay. Uh, so, uh, horror. Jason, Friday the 13th is a horror movie. Horror, horror movie. Horror, horror movie. Yeah. But in you I, literally just I left said out the R. I said horror. <laughs> it's a horror movie. It's a horror it's, movie. It's, it's horror. Horror. That seems like just. His favorite horror that seems movie like New Jersey. Uh, I don't know how to speak. So, this is why you, you as a Floridian should feel completely comfortable with that because Floridians often have don't. New York and New Jersey influences. That's exactly true. Trash. Yeah, garbage. Well, <laughs> New Jersey is the Florida of Let, the Let's be honest. Boca Raton is just a, a, a stone's <laughs> throw away. Yeah, so basically Orange, New Jersey. It You're is, taking yeah. the bus to Nutley, all right? Correct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, go on. <laughs> Nutley. Um, <laughs> as I was saying, it's going to be a big old horror movie. Horror movie. <laughs> I know what I said. Which is what really, that's like an element of original horror movies. Is having that dirty slut who's like she takes her top off yeah. for the first time and then gets killed in a slasher. So and, and by looking at the movie. and by looking at Ugh. the <laughs> cast, it's gonna be Sunspot because he is just eye beauty, and then that's it. Oh, you he, mean whitewash Sunspot? Yeah. Are they are they White gonna spot. try and cut down on the guy who is cocaine? Who had the cocaine problem? Oh, uh, what, uh, from, from Stranger Things. From, yeah. Oh, right. No, they're gonna oh. double down on his role. He's just gonna really? be doing lines in the movie. Yeah, oh it becomes God. a one man show. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I'm happier when a studio goes. Yeah, we're gonna take a minute. We we went the direction some wrong ways. So we're gonna spend the extra money. I, yeah, I'm. Uh, okay reshoots are never a good thing. That's not true. They've definitely helped 
parts of Justice League. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is like the overall <laughs> yeah. movie is never the best movie of 2017. If you're doing a reshoots for a movie that um, aren't relegated, okay, to like so the reshoots cutting out pedophiles, all the money in the movie. world. Uh, with Christopher Plummer, which had Kevin Spacey in it, ah, was yes. reshot in like eight days, and it's supposed to be in a real I really Scott, it. right? Yeah, <laughs> Scott. It's well, yeah, to be, because they're, all they're doing is just replacing Kevin Spacey with the character. The movie was already good to begin with. They only Kevin Spacey wasn't You're a fucking good. pedophile. Yeah, you know, you don't fucking know anything. You can't criticize my point. You don't know if the movie was better before they edited it. But you told me it was better, so I'm taking you at your word. Sometimes reshoots do help. Sometimes, but not always. Name one. I just uh, did. perfect. When I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, God, I'm You made your point. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's a little story, a movie that was remade. Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> Bet you didn't think about that. So they reshot that six or, times. As Lord of the say, Star Wars A New Ho. Um, yeah, because... Oh, yeah, because right, I'm, this cause I'm a whore. Yeah. <laughs> so, keeping on movies, uh, they're rumoring or uh, that uh, when Wonder Woman 2, the <gasps> villainous Cheetah will be played by Miss Kristen, Kristen Wiig. I'm not about this life. Okay. This life. Let's breathe for a minute yeah. and just think about it. I'm, maybe it couldn't... Maybe it's not bad. No, I actually think it's going to be really You mean bad. like when Jim Carrey played the Riddler? Or when Heath Ledger He was phenomenal the in that role, so I won't be talked yeah. to that way. Yeah, 10 things I hate about you, Adam. <laughs> Heath Ledger playing the Joker? A lot of people said, there's no way he can do anything. No, good Heath Ledger enough. was already doing good acting. No, everyone freaked yeah, out. Yeah, no, remember on Night's Tale? No, when they Tale? cast him, they cast him before... Well, they cast him... No, no, you're right. They cast him right after... Uh, Brokeback Mountain came out. Right. He was also not being a comedy... He was in comedy movies. He was not a comedy actor. no one actor. acted like he could no, do a Kristen, good job. But Kristen Wiig has, I think, has dramatic chops. I think she could do she it. Did, she did do that one movie where she, like, was... The Martian? No. no that, that one with... Uh, she, like, won a bunch of money and then tried to run her talk show. No, like, I can believe it. I And I don't even know that much about the characters. I'm hardly trying to stay purist. I just, like... Her... I'd be interested to see it if it's going to be a turn great. She could but... do an over the top uh, performance that would actually be good too. Like, and also and this we've is seen not that, to we've say. Seen... Sorry, go ahead. We've just we've seen so many like villains just be like very stale, especially yeah. in the DC universe, just stale and like. I think she could be like this flamboyant, larger than life character. It could be. She could cool. be like a Michelle Pfeiffer in Catwoman. Exactly. What is, what is Cheetah's thing? Uh, so Cheetah she, is... I know, I guess Cheetah She's a disgraced player. Amazonian, right? No. What? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Her name she is just Dr. went to Brown University. Her name That's... is Dr. Minerva. Um, she's an archaeologist, and she ends up becoming a cheetah somehow. I don't remember how exactly, but... That's... She ends up becoming she a cheetah? She finds the center of Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's a cheetah. Doesn't sound like a great villain choice from the start. Well, no, but she did the vultures. Well, she's one of her big bads, though. Like, that's an ongoing. She was in the Injustice video game this past, like, time. Like, she's a. Adam just said Injustice. Take a (laughs) She. I mean, it's like one of those. She's like. I I guess what more to my point when I'm worried about is just the general dimensions of her. Like, Kristen Wiig's not exactly like. General dimensions is actually my favorite villain. (laughs) I just like, I mean, Great Cheetah, <laughs> like, Cheetah's obviously has, like, Cheetah-like characteristics. So what I'm worried about is that they'll spend a lot of time on CGI for her dimensions versus, like, finding an actress who was already, like, built to do a lot of, like, movement or something. Maybe they'll find, just she'll have a great stunt double. If I learned anything from RuPaul's Drag Race, and I haven't, <laughs> um, that if they pad that body, they can make it look, the, like, they can make it look right. And just wear a nice skin. I think I, they you could know, make honestly, her look like honestly, it. Honestly, it's like in the same way. Speaking of Batman villains, 
the way when they cast Danny DeVito and the Penguin, yeah, he was already kind of rotund and penguin. But he didn't ha- yeah, he didn't have the body of a penguin really, I mean, if you think about it. He didn't change his voice either. He goes <laughs> all the time. But they but like he, he kind of uh redid the character. And the cheetah can be reinterpreted in so many different ways. That's fair. That I think it'll be one of those things if if Kristen Wiig does it well, if the movie ends up being really well. The way that the cheetah is represented in comics will be based on how the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. I I mean like again I just I do and I agree with your point earlier is that like with war great actor really boring end game like it's gonna be like the first time that I don't think we have a post apocalyptic battle sequence in the climax of a like a DC movie. You don't know that. I'm sure she'll summon a cat monster. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like she opens up the like the like the fucking Arkham Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's also what I get worried about because I'm like this in terms of stakes. I'm just like. Well, and I'd be interested to know when it takes place too, because that's another thing. If it takes place in like the '60s or the '70s, no, they, no, they it's say it's like today. They say it's going to be the '80s. I thought they are. I if, I'd be a lot. In. Try not to see. I'd be a lot happier with it if it takes place not in present time, and then she'd be because like I could mm. see a good '60 to '80s like zone because they could play up a lot of stuff and make it slightly campy, but make it like the theme better be the Cures Love Cats. Oh Jesus, mm. I don't get it. That's a song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I'll believe when I see it. Uh, it could be interesting. So moving from... This is your doubting Thomas on this podcast, yeah. bitch. <laughs> hey, and you are just... really not taking <laughs> anyone's shit on this podcast. I'm really glad that uh, my request that we all come up with a catchphrase is going so well for you. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. It's like, it's clobbering time. <laughs> um, so moving to TV... And this, I feel really bad for you guys because y'all love it. Agents of Shield is ending. They don't know, they did don't, it? They it's, don't know not, it's not confirmed. They're building the. Listen, I said it's ending. It's motherfucking ending. <laughs> they, they're. I mean, everybody's worried about it. They're building the season five finale that it's going to be the series finale, which is great. The show is going to go out on a really high note this past season, at least as far off so well as the first. Well, right, like what a great thing that that could, it managed to do five seasons. Given how garbage the first half, or even yeah. probably the two, I don't know how they lasted this long without Kalen liking it. You know what I mean? <laughs> how did they do it for that long? Listen, I am the taste maker in this group. <laughs> well, well, what's more interesting too is like, and probably even a better takeaway of like how successful the show was in some capacities that it managed to it lost its traction of connection to the movies after the first season because the second season it was really like what I, I would say after the third because the second season is when they connected with Captain America. And that had a big connection. Right? No, the first season was when that was the whole idea. They was wasted oh. the first season because they were waiting for Winter Soldier to come out so they could turn around, so they could turn. Like a very good the use of a TV show. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> no. It was supposed to be until the movie. That yeah, was the whole. Like, honestly. I mean, it should have just been a shorter season and jumped into it. But yeah. like, then the second season they dropped in the that's they started the Inhuman stuff, and then it also got a little bit of Ultron for like a second. Yeah. But oh, after that, like, oh, it moved on to its own thing. And the show stuck around, and it got better over time. It did because they I were able to just be their own Ghost beast. Rider, so like that was a rough. Uh, that was a rough pod. <laughs> that was a rough pod <laughs> schedule. Did you know like that Agents of Shield has a pod episode structure? You're skimming over this. That was a good joke. <laughs> Anyways, but um, but yeah, it's <laughs> coming. Didn't get it. Oh fuck! It's coming back tomorrow. Uh, March second. They're gonna start the second half of the. But fifth for season. you, it'll oh. be today. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> 
Uh, and then next week, um, uh, Jessica Jones comes back on Netflix. Oh, yeah, JJ, she's that. back. I'm very excited. Woodoggins. Woodoggins. So I, we'll probably review it. And then Cloak and Dagger is coming out. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Yeah. I had the teaser, which I did not watch. I don't know if you guys did. It's yeah. Good, so what do you think? It's it's weird. So the teaser, they don't even speak. No one talks really. Um, oh, it's, good. Yeah, my favorite. Um, uh, but it's two. It's a side by side screen of like uh, both Cloak and Dagger sort of living their lives, and they're sort of like living <coughs> a parallel. Did you watch it? Did you guys watch it's it? A little bit of it. No, I haven't. So n- n- why have to call us out? We were going on. We were going. Cloak wants to commiserate about something he enjoyed. Um, so and what- I want to take that from you. No, we didn't watch it. <laughs> Um, so basically they're going through their lives and they're starting to show their powers. You see her with her like uh, light crystals. You see him sort of going to sleep. So she's Jill Stein, I get it. <laughs> the and, Jill Stein uh, people we've all been waiting for. No. And then, uh, yeah, so they, they don't show much. But it looks cool. Um, the effects look pretty, pretty affecting. Good. Yeah. Um, they look good. Um, and then the other TV thing uh, is that they're going to do a Rocketeer cartoon. I don't know if you ever guys. I don't you guys care about movies. I don't care about this. <laughs> I like the movie a lot. I think the movie. I remember good. enjoying it as a child. Yeah, it's the, a really fun but movie. How is that for kids though? The Rocketeer. Yeah, but it, it was, was like a slap dash like I mean, adventure. But like, how many years ago? I don't think kids now will give a fuck about the. No, Rocketeer. but you don't. They may not, but they may like the cartoon because it's it's bring it's bringing back the Rocketeer in like the modern era, and it's a uh, female. Oh. So it's a female Rocketeer. The only great. thing I remember from the original Rocketeer was obviously the costume because it was super cool. But Correct, also there yeah. was a great Nintendo game, and it's probably not actually very good. But I played it religiously when I was a child. Uh, For like the original Nintendo. Yeah, games? yeah, you, and like it was really fucking hard because I think you had to like you had to find gas for him to fly, and the whole thing was just a bunch of. It was like shitty. There were some really good like early Nintendo games, like the Batman game was really good. And that, that was really good, and as was the Ducktales game. Yes. Because they were made by Cap... I know... Was Capcom? Capcom. What, Data... I don't... I think Batman was Data East, but uh, DuckTales was Capcom. That's what I was Ah, thinking. that makes sense. Oh, I love that. Uh, actually, I forgot to mention one movie news. Uh, they're thinking about doing a Silver Surfer movie. Mm-hmm. Which is There's, fine, but is that who's different the than writer? Who's, Silver 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 Silver? Who's the writer of it? Brian K. Juan. Ah! That was me fanboying. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is interesting, but I want to know... Like how this will be set will be like because like like Marvel bought or it's Disney all from Fox. the perspective of the board. So uh, you're just looking up <laughs> at his crotch. Oh, we never. Well, I yeah. Mean, well, then speaking of Fox Disney merger, like who owns the character sort of thing. We also didn't talk oh, about I the fact know. that there were going to be like two year. There's going to be six fucking X-Men movie over the next, next two, two years. years. Yeah, which is... I don't even know... Did they announce which ones they were? No, so we, we know, so, so we know Phoenix, we know uh, Deadpool, Deadpool Shadowcat, New Mutants. We know X-Force is on the docket right X-Force after Deadpool. X-Force is on the docket, yeah. So that's four, so that leaves basically two open titles. I mean, and Gambit is maybe... Oh, that's, Gambit will finally come out. Thank you, Channing Tatum. Gambit, and then probably another X-Men movie, to be mm. fair. Gore Verbinski already... They're like, they've gone through three directors on the Gambit movie. Mm. That's not great. And, and so, like, look, Brian K. Vaughn also is a great writer. We love him. But, yeah, like, his comics are great, but, like, his scripting for TV and movies, I have not been that impressed with. He did Under the Dome. Terrible fucking show. A cow got cut in half, Kalen. What that, more do you want? In the first 30 seconds of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's called good television. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's a fucking punchline. That's like a cold open 
title screen, Dome Time. What's the, what's the show? Dome Time. It was very, uh, it was very emotional. Uh, very good. Give me credit for that one. I'm uh, going to give you half a point. Let's take a look at the leaderboard. Still, you're still very much negative. I'm looking at the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he did. He wrote Lost in season three, which was um, the best season. Yeah, I think that was Polar Bear. Season. What the fuck yeah. even happened to that? Like, yeah, I can't. Se- well, season three ended really well. It was like not Penny's boat. Oh sure. yeah, that was great. Was I did spoilers. enjoy that. From ten years ago. All right, I might get around to it. Yeah, um, but it was also like the well, remember they had like the two characters that were not in season one and two, and they decided to like center stories around them, like Paolo and something or other. Yeah. Wait, was se- season three? Was it the introduction of Michelle Rodriguez? Was it that was season? That's two? That was season. Two. Yeah, the season three. Days. That was actually where season three was where I dropped off. So yeah, fuck you, Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Like I got back into it, but like yeah, in yeah, college, yeah. I just well three it. three got better as it went along when they realized we have to have an end game and like. Yeah. Yeah. They figured it out, but the beginning of season three had the episode of like Jack's tattoos, the yeah, worst fucking episode yeah, yeah. lost ever, because we all wanted to know the backstory of Jack's tattoos. Yeah. Um. So that's movie, TV, and comics news, and we have three comics that we're gonna quickly review. We've got All New Wolverine number thirty-one. Let's just do like uh, Legion number two and just uh, thoughts, feelings, yeah. emotions. First of all, look, All New Wolverine is the most fucking delightful comic on like on the stands today. I- it is so fucking good. I was smiling and laughing so hard. I don't like self-contained stories usually, but I really enjoyed this issue. The fucking panel with the sloth. Yes. Was Excellent. so funny. <laughs> uh, Taylor's the fucking man. Um, I am sick of that fucking bit. The sloth? Of something slow so and slow. dangerous is coming. No! I t- I... And I literally watched an episode of Futurama the day before where there's a giant sloth that's going to attack one of the characters yeah. and they do the exact same fucking Well, thing. I'll tell you well, better. I specifically like this when I saw it in... Austin Powers Goldfinger 15 years ago. Oh, fuck. I out-referenced you, bitch. I don't know. Sorry. Dude, you could give like eight references. I'm, I'm annoyed that There's... you didn't list more than one. That's all I have. Look, she's remember. fucking cutting down bunnies with Deadpool. How adorable. Zombie bunnies. And then you have like the... Wolver- I'm not stop, I'm not knocking this issue. I really enjoyed it. I just, it's just a, At this point, it's a trope to do the, um, the yeah. slow slow. Editor's note, it was also Austin Powers 1, not 3. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> It's well, the editor's Are you note. still Everyone's listening to me? <laughs> what? We gave you timely references. Are you gonna like start uh, like you know asking if we can shag you? Well, you no, I just fucker? didn't want I didn't want our listeners to believe that I wouldn't know the difference between the Austin Powers. Can movies. I clear something off the table before we go forward? Which is let's just not talk about blue. It's bad. Venom's bad. It's terrible. All bad. Yeah, bad, blue's bad, just bad, stupid. Bad. It's just stupid. That was that was where my thing about it being Saturday morning cartoons came from. Where I'm like, this storyline means that nothing. Was... Nothing is a learn from it. That fucking issue was terrible. Thrill killer. I and even when she was like, I will never see Cyclops again. I'm like, you don't deserve to see anyone. I honestly, again for I read it yesterday comic. and I don't even remember what happened in it. That's like I just like Venom. Well, we didn't even read the Venom no, side issue. I don't want to. I don't want to read. But it. there was literally care. nothing gained or lost. I, I didn't. I didn't miss any of the story. Right. Yeah, and then so it's going into Venom, back to Venom, and then it's doing two issues of Venomized. Venomized. Is that and like it, a new? Is that like a little like mini know. event for this, Marvel? This Probably. this is once again Marvel just saying like, oh, I want. I'm going to do a couple issue crossover with Venom Someone and then else being raised. like no wait you're gonna do 17 issues with Venom 
It's bad. Someone else raised their hand in that pitch meeting and I was like, I've got a shitty idea. (laughs) X-Men and Venom together again for the first time. I like the idea that it's like the same (laughs) meeting where the boss is like just delirious on like... Chablowski is drunk (laughs) out of his mind. And I was just like, and yeah, I'd love to have like, maybe there are two Spider-Men. Who knows? And they're like, no, don't call Hickey again. Don't call Hickey. (laughs) Stop calling him. All right, so enough blue. Back to this. I didn't. Yeah. I actually. Uh, this wasn't my favorite artwork of the. It's not as I don't like it as much as the regular artist, yeah. but I think he was a very good comedic artist. Like the facial yeah. expressions yeah. are wonderful. Like Gabby, like her just being like, you know, shocked or like dismayed. I think it was adorable. I yeah. loved uh, uh, Deadpool with the squirrels shish kebabs. I yeah. think that was a really good panel. Yeah. Um, oh, and the classic joke. This isn't what it looks like. Well, it looks like you've got a bunch of blah blah blah. Oh, well, then it is, it is what it looks like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and I love Jonathan the Wolverine, who hates Deadpool. Like, he keeps petting him. Oh. And he goes, oh, yeah. oh, you big softy, we'll eat piece I, of you. It's a lot of tropes, sleep. but it was all really put together well that I, I thought I, it was like a high-quality B+. Plus. Yeah, no, I just like, it was just so meticulously designed. Jonathan, it was a good one-shot. Has Jonathan been able to speak, speak before? Yeah, they yeah. Have, he has a little thing. Clark uh, famously uh, did a rant about him wanting to I said him. this last time. Why don't you remember anything he, I said? He, he talked. <laughs> do an impression of Clark. Yeah. That was yeah. Rocky, right? Um, he, uh, no, he, he once talked to Rocket Raccoon and Clark was over the moon. Yeah. And well, that, I, by I that, I mean, I came home and he hit me, just like the Honeymooners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, Clark is Jonathan the Wolverine. That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I like that they gave Jonathan an outfit, too. Oh, yeah, yeah like a little great. Wolverine outfit. Yeah, it's, that's like the, it's like a little honey badger outfit, just mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. Gabby. It's a weird story. It's stupid. The only thing that fun. I hate about the plot was that how could Jonathan have never been outside more than four blocks away to discover that was where he was being held. Well, also, like, the day that they decide to enter this facility, all the rabbits have escaped. No, they no, opened no, they, the cages. They, they, they thought the, they were the issue, saving. Bitch. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stupid. But also, I'm oh, also an idiot because it may have not have been Jonathan's lab facility. They thought, no, it had to be because he had his family. So fuck you, Tom Taylor. <laughs> no, we love you, Tom Taylor. I know, he's so great. Mm-hmm. Have you read Injustice? I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm excited to see more red. Um, I'm sad. It seems like this series is going to come to an end. <clears throat> don't say that. I don't think it will. I don't because think it will. Right. I already well, no, put she, it on my she vision Hulk board. Is... I'm sorry. Wait, is She-Hulk She-Hulk's still moving even though Immortal Hulk's coming out? Uh, no, She-Hulk is getting canceled, actually. Shulky! Shulky is getting canceled, but it's just Hulk. Um, but no... Um, I mean, they are going to bring, you know, Wolverine, regular Wolverine back, but, like, you know, the the, the four miniseries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I bet when he has his own series, it's just going to be called Logan. That's fair enough. And she gets, she stays Wolverine. Wolverine. At least I hope or, so. Or I would love for him to get a new code name. They won't do it, but I would love that. Well, we, Logan. Snickety. Or, um, <laughs> um, eyebrow. Come on, man. Hair. Uh, let's know. do favorite issue MVP. Well, we didn't talk about Legion. Well, let's just. You're right. We didn't. Um, I'll tell you. Love, you like Legion. Though. I love Legion. It was actually my. That's why I wanted to get into it because I wanted to. Just get, use all right, it. we'll get into it. It's my favorite book from this week. Why, why do you like it? so I like much? the artwork. It's a little bit like fun. The storyline's interesting. I like the characters. And maybe I'm just high off of having recently finished the first season of the TV series. But like, it just. 
It doesn't feel like a regular X book that we've been reading. Like, no, well, it's Peter Milligan who's got like a very interesting style to him. But some like sometimes he hits and but oftentimes he misses a lot. His X Men run was not good. I oh. can believe. I I don't see how he could do well. So, with so I you know I'm, I've read a bunch of Legion comics and I never really cared for him as a character in the comics, but I love the show. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that's the case. That I love him in a different medium. His, in the his, same way that like Blade, I love the Blade movies for the first two. At no, least. you love Wesley Snipes. Oh. Yeah, Passenger Fifty Seven. Um, <laughs> um, I love. I want to be your Passenger Sixty. <laughs> yes. Um, I love Blade in the movies, but I've never cared for him that much in the comics. And I'm wondering if that's the same thing for Legion. Like, I like him much more in the TV series that Noah Hawley did. His, yeah, his ongoing a few years ago. We were just talking about it. Was really good. Wasn't I? Never read that one. It was really good. And Blindfold was like his girlfriend slash sidekick. It was uh, really okay, fun. It was a it. fun dynamic. I love Blindfold. Yeah, yeah. What I feel like think? there's a lot uh, here that I like. Um, I, as I said before, I really do like the idea of a of someone with multiple superpowers based off of their, you know, whatever dissociative disorder. Yeah. Um, I thought that the kind of throwing her into his mind and then she's running past so many things is a little bit irritating because this is an example where I think slowing things down and expanding would it out would be. actually help. Yeah. That you could do a few stories where she's like trying to work through one personality's issues and you've got all these like weird stuff. You can you can add elements of danger and excitement that all occur, all occur within the framework of like a few seconds because she's like digging into his brain. But I don't know. I just thought it was really weird and I, not great. I thought it was like a uh, it's okay. I thought it was like a children's book uh, teaching mental illness, like uh, paranoia <laughs> storm, yeah. um, bittersweet experience, flower. Like it was just like these are some things that you'll need to learn if you. It felt it, I didn't like it. I think it's competently done. I think the art is actually very the beautiful. Art's pretty. Uh, yeah. I like, like the art a lot. I, I said that in the first me. issue, uh, but it's just I, I'm not pulled into the story. I don't care. Yeah, David Holler is not my favorite character and I think it's what's his face portrayal in the show that it makes me like him so much. Yeah. yeah. And his hair. Know. Yeah. Alright. MVP? MVPs. Obviously my MVP uh, story is all new Wolverine. Not X-Men Blue? Uh, yeah. So, oh, God, I forgot we read that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, MVP book is all new Wolverine. MVP character is all of the Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> no, No, it's probably... Actually, I really enjoyed Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool is really good. Um, yeah, and Tom Taylor writes a good Deadpool. Yeah. Who, who's yours, Adam? Uh, I liked Legion the most. And just because I think it was actually, I think the artwork added a lot to the overall experience. So I'm glad that that person's on the book. And character would be. I'm trying to think of something funny. The guy who That candy the bar that's stuck in the machine while the sloth is getting them. She ordered a soda. <laughs> you fucking uh, she ordered Vengeance and uh, Ben got that was a, That made that bit she better. Won. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, my favorite book was All New Wolverine, mm. as it is every week, because I just reread them every week. Um, so and good. Uh, I, my favorite character was Hannah Jones, celebrity psychologist. Hair, because her hair looked great. <laughs> she had a good hair. That was cool with the yeah. purple on the bottom. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. So mine, all new Wolverine, of course, and my favorite character is the chloroform that Gabby uses to uh, take out the guy. That's a good bit right. about that. You have to hold on to them. Yeah, he just falls over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the guy who decided to use a spray. 
spray can to spray the pit on a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What a delightful comic. Anyways, we've been Homo Superior. Find us on social media. We'll yeah. talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>